Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car special. Today, we have a Beamer that everyone has been waiting for since the introduction of the new M4. That's right. I'm talking about the 2023 BMW M4 CSL. It's a track-inspired, carbon-fiber-clad rocket ship starting at $139,900. Yep, it's quite a bit of moolah. Let's, uh, let's get into it. The new 2023 M4 CSL is said to be the closest a production BMW has been to its competition spec sibling. That's a bold claim, and one which instantly sets this car aside from the vast majority of special editions whose unique features are limited to fancy trimmings and an off-menu color code. To earn that competition sport lightweight mantle, the engineers at BMW M GmbH have taken a chainsaw to some elements and a scalpel to others. Noticeable changes include the lack of rear seats and turning out and turning out what do you mean turning out? And turning out the roof hood and trunk lid into carbon fiber. Less sexy examples of extreme weight savings include shaving 8 pounds or 3.6 kilograms from areas such as the bucktooth snout. <laughs> shaving 8 pounds or 3.6 6 kilograms from the kidney grills, rear lights, floor mats, and automatic climate control. In total, 240 pounds or 109 kilograms have been ditched over the standard car, roughly the same as what was achieved with the 2003 E46 M3 CSL. Output has been bumped by a healthy 40 horsepower, 41 PS, or 30 kilowatts over the M4 competition, bringing the total to 430... No, sorry, 543 horsepower. 543 horsepower. 550 PS or 411 kilowatts from the inline-six twin-turbocharged engine. Unsurprisingly, power is channeled through the rear wheels. No space for a heavy all-wheel drive system here. Unfortunately for purists, there's no manual option. Well, what's the farting point, then? You make do with the M-specific version of their 8-speed auto. However, the result is the fastest series production BMW to ever go around the Nürbur Nürburgring's Nordschleife circuit, setting a time of 7 minutes and 20.2 seconds with a curb weight of 3,640 pounds or 1,651 kilograms and a power-to-weight ratio of 6.7 pounds per horsepower. While M badges may seemingly be, be 10 a penny, the CSL moniker is traditionally more hollowed. Yes, CS aka Club Sport models abound, but that added L is significantly harder to warrant. In fact, those three letters have only appeared on two cars previously, the E9 3.0 CSL Batmobile and the E46 M3 CSL. Shedding weight has always been a core philosophy for any CSL. In addition to getting rid of the rear seats, the front chairs have been replaced with M-carbon full buckets. That's a savings of 53 pounds or 24 kilograms. Carbon ceramic brakes, forged wheels, and lighter springs and struts chop off another 46 pounds or 21 kilograms. Pairing back on sound insulation and swapping what is there, what is there for an ultra-lightweight solution saves 33 pounds or 15 kilograms. If not impressed at this point, then the 9 pounds or 4 kilograms saved by switching to a titanium exhaust won't do it. However, we foresee the more braggadocious of owners already highlighting the extensive use of carbon fiber. Indeed, while carbon fiber roofs have been more common since the M3 CSL introduced it, now optional on the 2022 M3 and M4, the M4 CSL extends the material's application to the hood and truck lid, trunk lid. While BMW has avoided going full fast and furious by leaving the hood, by leaving the entire hood exposed, they leave two channels bare, highlighted, highlighted by red accents, to tell the world of the CSL's lightweight credentials. 
Those red lines extend to the roof, emphasizing the double bubble. The CSL is the most powerful road-going variant of the M4 yet, with 543 horsepower or 550, 550 PS, 411 kilowatts, produced at 6,250 RPM and 479 pound-feet or 649 newton meters of torque, available from, from 2,750 to 5,950 RPM. That's enough for a 0 to 60 sprint of 3.6 seconds, or 0 to 96 kilometers per hour, also of 3.6 seconds, just 0.2 seconds quicker than the M4 competition. However, curiously, oh wait, no, this makes sense, but 0.2 seconds slower than the M4 competition X-Drive, and onto a top speed of 191 miles per hour, or 307 kilometers per hour. The increase in output from the 3-liter twin-turbo straight-six is in part due to alterations to the boost system. In addition to further weight savings within the engine, boost pressure has been increased from 24.7 PSI in the M4 competition to 30.5 PSI in the CSL. BMW highlights the rev-happy nature of the engine and says that elements such as uniquely designed engine and transmission mounts improve the transmission of power to the road and enhance driver connection. Although the lack of a third pedal will irritate those looking for the purest of pure driving experiences, and that driver engagement BMW talked about earlier, the 8-speed transmission is said to have been tuned to be as communicative with the driver as possible and includes a track-optimized setting. The M4 CSL features unique dampers and chassis tuning, with its ride height 0.3 inches lower than the M4 competition. The suspension has been beefed up, with zero-play ball joints in the control arms, a rigid connection between the body and the rear subframe, and special-engineered anti-roll bars. The traction control program has been tweaked for the CSL as well, with one set of options designed to allow for controlled drifts and another set based on touring car applications. The latter modes allow for the fastest possible track times with settings that are geared for specific scenarios. For instance, there's a, t there's a traction control setting for dry weather running with perfect tire temps. This has the lowest level of intervention. On the other hand, there are settings for wet weather running, which will have the computer progressively more eager to intervene. Keeping the power in check is a set of six piston fixed caliper brakes at the front and single piston floating caliper brakes at the rear. The pedal can be adjusted via the M setup menu, adjusting the required brake pressure. Connecting the M4 CSL to Terra Firma are specially designed Michelin Pilot Sport Cup R Cup 2R tires measuring 27-35ZR19 at the front and 285-30 or forward slash 30ZR20 at the rear. If these are too extreme, read if you want something better suited for daily driving or for everyday driving, then the CSL can be ordered with traditional high-performance tires from the M4 competition at no cost. Unlike the new M3 interior updates, the M4 CSL won't be getting BMW's latest curved screen. Instead, the highlights of the interior are the M-carbon full-bucket seats and a carbon fiber center console, both of which are exclusive to the CSL. Impressive as they are for a track-inspired car, the aforementioned seats may not be appreciated by your significant other. They have no backrest angle adjustment, and the height can only be adjusted in a workshop. The headrests are easily removed, though, for when you're wearing a helmet. Hardcore. BMW evidently realized that the lack of adjustability might not be to everyone's taste, so the option of heated M-carbon bucket seats with full power adjustment are available as a no-cost option. While they don't offer the 53 pounds of weight savings of the full carbon bucket seats, they're still 21 pounds lighter than what you'd get in the M4 competition. That's nice. The M4 CSL is available in three colors, Brooklyn Gray Metallic, Standard Alpine White, or Black Sapphire Metallic. Boo! Boo! Bring back cool colors. You're lame. In celebration of MGMBH's 50th anniversary, it features BMW's Motorsport Roundels, while the badging is black with red accents outlining the lettering. 
The front is just as imposing as you'd expect, with the new grille featuring less elements in the name of, yes, you guessed it, saving weight. More red accents feature on the snout, while the daytime running lights illuminate in yellow, mimicking GT race cars, much like the M5 CS. The rear end features new LED rear lights, with BMW Laser Tech debuting on the CSL. The back is also garnished by a ducktail spoiler, calling back to the E46 M3 CSL. That might be the best part of the car, no cap. Like, straight up, best part. With production start- er, visually speaking, anyway. With production starting in July 2022, if you want one of these, you might want you might want to put your order in Sharpish. The M4 CSL will be limited to just a thousand units worldwide. Pricing starts at $139,900 plus a $995 destination charge, so it's $140,000. That's a significant bump over the $74,900 starting MSRP of the rear-wheel drive M4 Competition Coupe. In fact, it puts the M4 CSL in 911 Carrera GTS territory. While the M4 CSL is undoubtedly a different package overall to most else out there, would you sink your money into one given the chance? Let us know below. Honestly, I think it's way too much, especially especially when you consider that the M4 competition is, you know, 74,000, you know, 74 big ones. This is 140 big ones. Like, no, no, no. You can get a Viper TA for that money. And the truth of the matter is a Viper TA would be a lot faster than this and more powerful. And you get a manual and you get a V10 naturally aspirated. And that and look, that's not going to be for everyone. There's obvious reasons why someone would choose this over a Viper. I recognize that. I'm just saying, from a value perspective, Viper's a better value. Though you're not going to be able to... Well, now you can drive that every day. It would hurt, but... So, it would hurt... I bet you the C4L... CSL would hurt to drive every day, too. So, hard stats out of the way... Actually, wait, wait, wait. Let me go to my car and driver article and see if there's any more information to give you guys. Okay, here we go. Which means the 8-speed automatic transmission and driveline from, from the competition can be... Okay. Let me go back a little bit further. The result is four is 543 horsepower, some 40 horsepower more than the competition, with the same power peak of 6,250 RPM. Maximum torque is also unchanged at 479 pound-feet, which means the 8-speed automatic transmission and driveline from the, competi- from the competition can be used as before, right down to the automatic's internal ratios and the final drive ratio inside the M Sport differential. The shift points have been performance optimized, however, and the engine and transmission mounts have been substantially stiffened. There should, be, there should be far less slack and wind up in the power delivery, but an increase in cabin vibration is almost certain to be a side effect. Nope, no more information to give beyond that. So, hard stats now actually are the way, out of the way, out of the way, wow, out of the way. Let's talk about the looks. And if you don't like the M4 pig snout, you're not going to like it here. It's the same. It really is the same. You're not going to like it here. If you don't mind it, you might like it here. It's a little more aggressive. There's no grill insert. It's, it's open. It's it's a flowing kidney grill. It's a flow grill. <laughs> Let's call it that, which is pretty cool to me. So, you know, not bad. There's also a nice full width, though not very deep, but full width splitter at the front that should add downforce. I like that. It's not as crazy as I would prefer, but it looks good. It looks good. It's a nice touch. I also like the, I do like this kind of gray metallic, I say metallic, but gray silvery metallic they've got going on here. Despite the fact, though, I like it primarily because we also have ACR like black and red accents around the car. So that helps, that helps add character and uniqueness to the CSO versus like a competition or a normal M4. So I'd still prefer like, you know, E92, M3, GTS, orange or a green. 
a blue, you know, anything like that. A red. Like, can we get a red? Like, really? Why do we have to have this stupidity of no colors? But and all, and not only no colors, but white, black, and gray. Like, what is what is this crap? Whatever. So for the most part, it is looking largely like an M4 comp, say for the different the no grill inserts and the bigger splitter, and then the different hood with the red highlights running around, uh, tracing the outside of the carbon fiber, bare carbon fiber. I say bare carbon fiber, but the carbon fiber that they allowed to show through, not show through the paint, but yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. They have these carbon fiber stripes, so you can see that the hood is actually carbon fiber, and they have the red highlights around it. You have a lot of red highlights around the car, actually. You have some red highlights inside the kidney grill. You know the, this is going to be a blast from the past, but the Dodge Challenger SXT Rally Redline and how it had those red wheels. This doesn't have red wheels like that, but you know how, you know how the Challenger, that Challenger had the red highlights inside the, the wheel itself. Yeah, you got these red highlights in the kidney grill and again, all around the striping package. It's really cool, actually. I like that quite a bit. I wish more... I wish you could get that as an option on other M4 variants, like the at least the competition, but whatever. If we get to the back, I personally think this is the best angle of the new M4. Even the 4 Series, but definitely the M4 here, because they added a proper Viper-style ducktail spoiler to the trunk lid. And it's not like a TA style, where it's, where it's a stick-on, where it's plus. It's actually built into the trunk lid itself, so they changed the shape of the trunk, trunk lid to have an integrated ducktail spoiler, and I think it just looks fantastic. Personally... I think more cars need that, more sports cars for certain. But to be fair, I'm a sucker for that design, so of course I would love it. But it really adds a nice little cut, a, a nice little kick up to the rear. Really boosts the athletic the athletic look of the car, if you ask me. So I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I think it makes the rear look more special than the competition, than the normal M4 comp. We have quad tailpipes here. We have a sort of fake diffuser. The laser lights, the laser tail lights, I should say, they're really really cool. They're like it's like they, it's like BMW wanted to light paint in the taillight. That's what it looks like. It's super cool. Yeah, this is probably, this is probably my favorite M4 variant so far. This is definitely the best one. Sans the fact that you can't get a god dang juicing manual. I would say aftermarket, please make an, a CSL style rear trunk lid. And then the laser style taillights. So that M4 owners, M4 comp owners, can basically have an, a CSL, but with a manual. Because the aftermarket will take care of the engine and give it for 543 horsepower or more. I don't know why I keep wanting to say 400. But yeah, now this interior, this is, this is what I'm talking about when I say I want to see a special interior that really, it makes the car feel special, that makes it feel unique, that makes it feel like an occasion. Give it some theatrical presence. Right, and this interior has that in spades. You have an Alcantara steering wheel with a red center band. It's a thin center band. I really like that quite a bit at 12 o'clock. Carbon fiber everywhere. I love the carbon fiber seat backs. And the seats themselves are carbon fiber, but you have all the padding, so you can't really see it. But you even have this little CSL badge just below the headrest there uh, in the middle of where you put like racing harnesses and the little spokes there. Love that touch. Absolutely gorgeous. I'm really liking this interior. This this is a special interior. This is what I'm talking about when I say I want more unique special interiors that coincide with the specialness of the car from the outside. This is what I wanted from, this is what I would want from the Escalade V, from I think the M5 CS, or was it whatever the really fast, whatever the really fast M5 was that came out not, not terribly long ago. So do I think this will be, do I think it'll sell? Yes. And actually I forgot to talk about the looks, but yeah, I forgot to talk about the looks. 
Overall, I'm gonna, I give it a 7.4. I actually like it. 7.3. The face looks better in the flesh than it ever does in photos. I still think it needs a, bit of, a bigger splitter. needs a wing. You know, I like I like that boy racer aesthetic for the most part. Um, the color options are limited and stupid. Like, just for an absolute travesty. So, But it does look just like a racier M4. And that's perfect. That's awesome. So, yeah, 7.3. I think it looks really, really good. The it looks as good as this is the best looking M4 of this generation of M4. Let's put it that way. Is it really, really good looking? It'll probably look, it'll probably get my support when I see it in, if I ever see it in the flesh. In the photos, some of the photos are good. Some of the photos are meh, just kind of meh. At least from the front, the rear, the rear is seven point six. That is tr truly top keck. Like this to me looks like a Mustang GT three fifty, but BMWized. So it's not a GT three fifty R. It doesn't have the wing. It doesn't have doesn't quite have the splitter, but it's a it's a nice package. It's really really good looking to me, or surprisingly good looking. It's surprisingly good looking. Let's not get over enthusiastic about the pig snouted M four just yet. Interior seven point seven seven point seven or seven point eight, probably seven point seven. This is what I want. Oh wow, they have little. <laughs> that's cool. Sorry, I just saw something funny in the photo in the press photos. This is what I want from an ultra special edition, ultra high performance trim level of any one of these cars. That this is the uniqueness, the sense of occasion. I want interiors to have in cars like this, and so to me, it does it ex extraordinarily well. It does it very well. It could be a little more special here and there, I would say, but. That's really nitpicking. This is a very well done interior. Love all the carbon fiber accents, the Alcantara steering wheel, the carbon fiber insert, and all the spokes. Again, extremely nice. The thing that lets this car down, no goddamn manual. That lets us down. Like you have all of this lightness, the rear wheel drive, all this power, and no manual. It's like BMW. What are you doing? Why? 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 How could you do this to to automotive to the automotive world? How could you do this to car enthusiasts? How could you do this to BMW fanboys? It's just, it is a disappointment, but the rest of the car isn't. It's pretty good. I think it's fairly good looking, pretty good looking. Interior is very nice, and hopefully it'll drive incredibly as well. Hopefully it'll bring back that BMW magic that seems to predominantly exist only in like the M2 models. So yeah, overall, I'm going to give it, no, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Good, not perfect. It really needs that manual. That face is still... Doesn't look great in photos, looks better in the flesh. You know, you've done good. You've done good, BMW. I still think it should have looked more like the M3 GTS, like the E92 M3 GTS, rather than like a GT350 M4. But, hey, that's just me. What do you think of the new M4 CSL? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you somewhere in between? Let me know in the comments below. In any case, though, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, this is YouTube. Uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that are notified every time I upload. If you're listening on Podbean, please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. And if you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have to want the Podbean mobile app, that is not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcasts. Type in Curtis Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.